On this episode of Resi Week, Ring Driving Home Tech, LG's Holiday Promos, and Polk Audio's XT Line. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode 303, Just Say No. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by... At Lona, the go-to provider for AV signal distribution and control in corporate, higher education, and residential spaces. Welcome to this episode of Resi Week. This is your weekly roundup of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matt D. Scott for AVNation.TV, and this week we're pleased to be joined by three of my good friends. First, we have Michael Braithwaite. He is the CTO of Screen Innovations. How you doing, Michael? Very good, very good. Glad to be here. Thank you for being here. Then we have Dennis Holzer. He is the CEO of Powerhouse Alliance. How are you, sir? I am doing great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. And last and certainly not least, we have Jimmy Paskey. He is the uh, he's in charge of residential sales over at Surgex. How you doing, Jimmy? Wonderful, man. Good to see y'all. Not Meridian, Surgex. He just, he really likes Meridian. One of those stories that had Meridian and I had to like represent. I know. I love it. I love it. All right, gentlemen, let's kick this off. And uh, f- first, before we jump way down the chain, happy Thanksgiving. If you're in the U.S. or if you're like me and you're greedy and you celebrate two of them, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time off. Don't assault anyone during black friday um also uh it seems that backpack is is being discontinued so we're going to say good night to backpack as as one of the first major remote management platforms so sad to see it go but i think we all knew it was coming all right gentlemen let's kick this off with a story that comes to us from ce pro ring is helping to drive more home builders into smart tech. It seems that the video doorbells are now standard features in 32% of newly built homes uh, within the U.S. That is a a, a kind of staggering number to see how how quickly that has has bumped up. Michael, when when you see this, um, it's a really good article kind of highlighting how Ring is letting not only builders, but but the, the HTPs that are working with builders dip their toes in and jump in really quickly into some entry-level tech. How can HTPs go about capitalizing on those really like, there's no other way to say it, but that, that low hanging fruit, it, it's not a hard sell to sell a ring doorbell. How can you capitalize on that? Well, the way I look at it is it's kind of a gateway drug, right? If you think about it, so um, <laughs> someone buying a home and uh, maybe they don't have any experience uh, with any of the solutions that our industry provides. Well, that one piece where they can see who's at the door on their phone or on their TV and things like that, that's like the the first gateway drug. And then it's like, well, and plus I need to do the backyard and I need to be able to listen to distributed sound throughout the house. And I need, and so all of a sudden they become addicted and they're doing lines. Oh, did I say that? They're, they're, they're actually 
uh, doing different speaker lines and they look at projectors and all of a sudden they're looking at screens and stuff like that. And so it's a great thing because most of the, the issues we have with growth is awareness and ring and all these i mean their their awareness is building and it's getting out there so i think it it helps so piggyback on top of those add those in you know kind of use it as a leverage tool to to show other offerings that we provide dennis that what michael said has been kind of kind of touched on before right that it the the entry diy ish smart home stuff is the entry level drug. It's the way to just dip your toe in the pool before you jump full bore. Does it make long-term sense for HTPs to, to try and use that as a route to grow their clients and grow with their clients? Or is it something that you kind of jump into and know that that's a great product for that type of client? And then for our other clients, we look at other options. Is this a long-term relationship solution? I think, no, I don't, I don't think it's a long-term solution. Um, <laughs> and, you know, this is, it's a real sore topic for me because as I look at all integrators and you use the word low-hanging fruit and I talk to integrators and, and I'm actually in the process of doing something with my group that helped change this, but very, very few integrators go back to any of their clients that they had, regardless of what they did, to say, hey, we now do or we now offer. And the, you talk about low-hanging fruit for somebody who four years ago had you install a TV and they put in a 60 or 65 inch TV, could have used an 80 or maybe even bigger. Um, so it was a 1080p, 1080p TV. How about four years later, especially during COVID of all things, you don't have to go back to their house to inspect. You can say, hey, I can now give you that 72 or 82 inch you really could have used in a 4K at the same price or maybe even less than I sold you that TV four or five years ago. And so that little correspondence and, and these doorbells, how much correspondence do you need? All you have to do is watch the news. It's, it's on at least three times a week where they're showing and maybe not by ring or by, but the actual news where they're showing someone going up to a porch and stealing. So I, I just think, this is much, I, I don't say it's long-term because I think the, the long-term correct thing to do is continue to go back to your clients that you did work for over the last three to four years and send them a flyer, send them a text, whatever technology that we're all in that you want to use and say to them, hey, by the way, we're now installing this. And and I the reason I don't say long-term is because I think, unfortunately, specifically in the U.S., Anytime there's a major disaster, the Boston Marathon, things like that, that our camera sales as a group go up infinitesimally. So, you know, this is a perfect time to just let your customer know what you have and let your customer dictate. You know, I would hope you're just not going there for a ring doorbell. 
um, because a lot of people, while they may start with a ring doorbell, if you talk to them a little bit and say, hey, by the way, I can put four cameras, one on each corner of your house, um, for $9.99, I'm just picking a number, um, I, I think better than 50% of the population would say yes. So I think it is, is a gateway, but I think there, there's so much more that can be done um, and that's why I don't think it's long-term. Just going in with a doorbell is, is the answer. I like it. Jimmy, the the pushback we always have about, and I'm just using a ring because they're in the story, right? But the pushback you always get with something like ring is if you're a mid to high level integrator, and obviously that changes where you are geographically, but work with me. If you are a mid to high level integrator, jumping off to go do even a, you know, a couple of cameras from ring. It's not always like it might be okay filler work, but it's not like you don't want to send a, a regular tech out to do that. They can be doing other things and making you, uh, we'll say a, a better return on, on their day. Is, is that kind of the break point of you either have to have a division to do the entry level DIY stuff or you have to be very cautious with how you play with it. I don't know. I, I believe in someone should have an identity and try to stick with it, right? And not try to play all sides of the market. Either they're really good at the low end stuff and they can scale to that, or they're really good at the high end stuff and they're detail methodical and you know all that uh, to handle that kind of work. So I guess what I would say though is we've got examples of like when 480p was big, Fujitsu, I think it was the plasma of the day and then, and then there was that gateway uh, plasma and the gateway was way less money and so the customer would be like well what about this that's 480p it's a plasma why don't i just get that and dealers were smart to show both right and say this is why you shouldn't do that they went and bought one and put it up on display and embraced that and then hey i don't need really good speakers in the house i'm only playing mp3 okay well put a pair at least in the primary room oh that sounds really good i want more of those and I can tell you guys personal experience, my little neighborhood from the 80s, we got ring cameras everywhere. One neighbor has real nice security cameras. Somebody's going around stealing mail two, three, four in the morning. No one with the ring could get the car identified. We didn't know what the hell it was. Is that an SUV? What, what is it exactly? But the one guy who had the Mac Daddy situation like Dennis was kind of pointing out, they had all the detail. They gave it to the cops. You know, I won't say that they busted the person. I really don't know the end of the story, but we all looked at the images going, holy crap, that's a nice camera. <laughs> you know, my wife's like, well, we don't have a camera like that. I'm like, I know, we've got the doorbell ring. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. It, it caused me to go get a floodlight ring, and now I do want, like Mike said, I want the backyard covered. You know, but eventually I'll probably escalate up to better quality and put it in with my Elan system because that makes more sense. Yeah, I, 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 as a funny side note to, to your story, um, my truck was broken into a couple of months ago, and I have cameras, and I have a, a couple of ring cameras as well. My neighbor has uh, some, some Amazon special um, PoE cameras, and we took the ring camera off my front door, which is a Gen 1, and it was, it was acceptable, we'll say. We took our regular security system cameras, and they're really good. And then we took the neighbors like Amazon specials 
And I was like, hey, can you can you send me that footage? I just I need to be able to double check that. And they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. And now I have this wonderful A, like good, better, best <laughs> option of why, like when we go to sell, here's why we sell what we sell. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Ring cameras are great. I'm not, not discounting that. All right, gentlemen, let's uh, move on to our next story of the day. This comes to us from Residential Systems. LG has announced a limited time TV and audio promotion. It's a holiday bundle that includes complimentary uh, tone wireless earbuds and speakers uh, with TV and audio upgrades. Dennis, I, I want to start with you on this one. And we started talk, talking about this before um, the, the, the show because, interestingly enough, occasionally... HTPs get left out of these these situations. We we talked about um, with with your company how if you have a, a a deal from one of the major manufacturers, you're able to pass that on, pass that through. But I know for for myself and for a lot of other integrators, if they're not necessarily direct, they can't always take advantage of a promotion. If you're if you're a dealer who sees a promotion. And you don't seem to know about it from either your uh, your rep or your uh, distributor. How do you go about looking into that and, and seeing if it's even worth trying to capitalize on that? I mean, from a distributor standpoint, one of the things that I do um, for my members is if if there's a promotion I, before that, as as soon as that promotion, somebody calls me from a factory and says, "Hey, we're going to have this promotion." The first thing I ask is, how do we offer it to our dealers? And as a distributor, there needs to be a seamless transition from direct to the ultimate end user. And so, and in these days of technology, nothing gets by anybody. Everybody can Google anything. And so if, if we're not all on the same page, frankly, it makes, in my opinion, it makes the vendor look bad, number one. And it, it that's the start of a bad trail. So I, I think when you deal with good vendors, and I, I, I say that nicely, uh, when you deal with good vendors, <laughs> you know, they, they understand and they know that if they're going to put together a promotion, it should be passed all along the trail, ultimately down to the end user. That That's the only right way to do it. And if it's not, then... Frankly, there needs to be discussions with the vendor and and the dealer. If if this situation does arise, the dealer needs to call the vendor and say, you know, this is wrong. This is unfair. I look stupid. I don't want to sell your product anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And I'm I'm not going to tell a story because it'll get me in trouble, uh, Jimmy. Because <laughs> because we don't do that a lot up here. It's very different. It's a different world, um, Jimmy. This is this is a great example of a good holiday offer, right? For 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 the for the end user, right? You buy a TV, you get some cool stuff, you get some cool audio. It's great. Is this something that most HTPs and and we're a, we recognize that most most HTPs do not have retail, right? They're not a retail environment. Should HTPs as a rule be trying to leverage these type of marketing opportunities? Should we be going in and uh, especially this is a fun topic because Black Friday is obviously coming up. And even in Canada, we celebrate Black Friday. Is this something that HTP should 
market or is this one of those things where if you have a client that's looking for an LG, you can say, hey, by the way, you can take advantage of this. How should we deal with the the holiday deals? Yeah, well, it's a shame it's not a Sony or a Samsung. I hate to say it that way. You know, uh, well, I just don't hear as much about LG. This is just a guy coming from the power side of the business. But I will say two things hit me. One, I saw Meridian helped with the audio with the earbuds. I thought that was pretty cool. They may have done the same with the speaker. I don't remember seeing that in the article. So that was neat. And I remember seeing that at CES. You know, Meridian had like this section inside the LG. You know, I was trying to, what the hell is that about? But, you know, it can make sense uh, from a design aspect. Um, as far as a dealer goes, you know, so many of these guys put tons of TVs in their warehouses. If they were getting those free earbuds for every TV they were buying, hell, I'd say, yeah, that's like a promotion for listen to my pitch, uh, come investigate my options, come to my showroom, see something, get a demo, whatever, get a free set of earbuds, or I'm going to send you a nice marketing package that's going to include the earbuds just to get your attention. You know, I would like that. How many people fly that are our customers? And they love those things. So, you know, if it has good sound because Meridian helped with it, then that could be useful. If it was total junk, then I'd say no, it, it, it'd be worthless. Demo them first is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Make sure they're I good. probably would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael, th th this is always a, and I don't want to rehash the question, but it, I, I kind of do. This is always a tough business decision. So I'll, I'll use an example from my company. We sell one of the multi-room audio solutions. We're not going to name them, um, but we sell them. They typically do a, a good Black Friday ad. They typically do a great little, you know, holiday bundle thing. Um, but they do it with me and they do it with every other retailer and integrator that sells that multi-room audio system. It's very hard to take advantage of that because my email that I'm sending my clients is the same stinking email that they're getting from Best Buy. At what point are you participating in those programs to participate in the program and show the, the manufacturer that you're a team player versus actually making something of those promotions and, and, and trying to really take advantage of them? Well, I think uh, Jimmy hit it right on the head. If you're taking advantage of these in order to capture more, uh, you know, more uh, deals uh, to gain more customers, all of that, all that's good. Uh, that part of it's good. Um, on some of these promotions, and I'm not sure on this particular one, where the execution is usually where it falls through, meaning the equipment doesn't come before this promotion. The equipment comes like six weeks after uh, something. And so what generally happens is no good deed goes unpunished. And so what happens is um, the whole industry gets this black eye, like the dealer, uh, the end user sees this happens to see this because some of these brands are, you know, doing ads in, in mainstream, uh, media. And so they see this and they're like, Hey, I didn't get this. So either my dealer, uh, didn't give it to me or my dealer isn't part of this or whatever. And so that's the problem is that the execution of these programs for the most part. 
um, doesn't live up to this hype uh, of, of what it you know what they're providing. Because if it did, absolutely, what Jimmy said would be spot on. People could use that and bring in a few more customers and all of that. But that's not there's not there's not a lot of evidence of well executed promotions no. like that in our industry. So no, not at all. <laughs> it's it's. It's poor, we'll say. We'll go with poor. All right, let's 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 wrap today up with another speaker conversation. This comes to us from Residential Tech Today. Polk's most affordable speaker line now includes high-res audio and Dolby Atmos capabilities. Their new Monitor XT series is a, a lineup uh, floor standing and bookshelves, uh, surround system package uh, that, again, as we said, has high res as well as Adobe Atmos. Um, Jimmy, I want to start with you, and this is a, a fun question for you because you're wearing the Meridian shirt. At what point are we throwing quote unquote specs on products that, is, yeah, they meet it and, and they'll do it, but it's not the same? Oh, I, I am not a fan. <laughs> I am not a fan of less expensive anything i love it especially especially if we're going to say it's high performance that's like the can i get it fast and cheap um, no <laughs> so yes that's marketing and you know god love the guys at sound united they're wonderful at it and we need marketing for sure but you know like um i think it was michael has said maybe or you said it we should test the earbuds out before we claim that it's a, a good value so, you know, if it sounds good, wonderful. That's great for, for the money. And maybe somebody takes it as that. Oh, it sounds good for the money. Maybe that helps get someone young into the market. If that's the case, wonderful. But to a spew just, you know, high res and the buzzwords that were from, you know, years ago, I don't know. You caught up. That's great. You're on par. Wonderful. You're cheap. That sucks. <laughs> Right? Well, I mean, we don't want to promote. I, I mean, this is like the, the TV guys back, you know, every year they come out with something bigger for less money. That sucks. We want it to be more money. Keep the margins, you know, for everybody. Yeah, and, and, and I'll say this. When you look at the, the price points, like the bookshelves start at 149 The center channel is 149 American, right? So 5000 Canadian. But, you know, the, the towers start at 199 that that's um what's the word we're, we're going to use for that that's value engineered for sure um did you say diy is that what you said no DIY? i i did i did not say <laughs> don't put words in my mouth i did not say diy i said value engineered now we we've all been in this business long enough we know polk has some good quality products right and and we're not we're by no means well maybe jimmy is but i'm not saying that they're <laughs> As he's looking at me, I'm not saying they're bad. They're, they're, they're. I'm sure they're not bad. I'm sure they're great speakers. Uh, again, with the price point for the money. For the money, Michael. When when you see this, that this continually reminds me of going to look at a laptop or a notebook computer, right? And it's got a little Dolby Atmos sticker on it or surround sound, and it has two bloody speakers that are the size of my thumb. And I look at it and. You know, God forbid I walk into Best Buy and talk to somebody and they start expounding on how amazing those little speakers are going to be. I'm sure these are great and I'm sure 
they 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 do this but as as integrators at what point do we not sell something like this to a client who who has to have atmos because this is the only thing their budget will afford them and sell them a 2.1 system that sounds really good where is the trade-off between giving them a really good sounding solution or or, or or a great feature set versus giving them the spec that they're asking for from a again a, a buzzword it's it's a tough challenge just because um the customer the end user customer really is the one that sees those buzzwords and believes what they are reading you know uh for the most part and they've maybe they heard maybe there's somebody else a friend they have that has a real <laughs> i was gonna say a real uh has <laughs> another system and the other system has those buzzwords and then they're like yeah i'm gonna have that same thing too until they don't you know there's a there's a old saying which is there are lies there are crazy lies, there are obnoxious lies, there are Trump lies, and then there's marketing. And so now you have, um, you know, products that are out there kind of dancing around that. And it, it's a tough one. So what I would say is the power of the demo. If you can get somebody in and you can say, you know, even if you can't, the budget won't allow for a different system. I'm trying to be nice, a different system. Um, then, hey, for that amount of budget, because if you add up all those 199s that you were just talking about, right, and you say, okay, here's a great LCR, and um, and then show them the difference uh, in the imaging, uh, you know, the dynamic range ability, the the everything about it. Um, they'll be happier. They they don't think they will because they don't have all the stuff. But um, in reality, when they're watching a great show, they will hear the difference. So, yeah, I like that, Dennis. I, I'm gonna kind of flip this for a second. I might sound like I'm down on this and I'm and I'm not right to, to Jimmy's point. I respect that they're doing what they're doing at a price point that they're selling it at. We've all had clients or well, any of us who have integrated um, or who have sold directly. We all have stuff that that we sell to fit a budget. When someone comes and, and reaches out and says, hey, I saw this brand new product from in this case polk and it's got this and it fits kind of where i want to be do you do yourself as an integrator a disservice to to michael's point bring them in and a and b them and show them some really nice stuff or heck to my point earlier show them a really nice two channel system that is at the same price point but has more fidelity versus the surround sound system that they they just what that's what they want they want to have a family room and they want these big bookshelves behind them and towers that their wife's going to hate in front of them. At what point do we sacrifice our, our knowledge, if you will, and sell them what they want, close the sale, keep our people in the field and move on to the next person who might appreciate it a little bit more. Matt, on the last show I was on with you, I used the words just say no. And as an integrator, 
as an integrator, you know, and and I, I got to go back to that discussion you and I had. So many of the integrators, I shouldn't say so many, but there are integrators out there today who go into a smaller commercial setting and use residential product. And then six months down the road, it breaks. Now, their bid was $1,000, $2,000, whatever the number is, cheaper than the guy who was putting the right product in. And now he's mad at that integrator. And, and I'll carry it over to the last conversation we had about the doorbell. You know, if that's your business, doorbells and just hanging TVs and, and, and simple things, that's great. But if you're a true integrator, you need to go in and you need to educate your customer and say, look, here's the facts. Here's what you're asking. And sometimes, and I know integrators don't want to do this, but sometimes it may be a being a not as good product to a good product. And, and it, you know, I'm always and I, I think all of us are in this belief, you start high. You don't start low. If you start low, you can't go high. If you start high and you tell people what's available, this is about education. You know, forget product for a second. It's about true education. Marketing, as Michael said, there's a lot of things I see on TV that look great. But man, oh man, if you know anything about them, you know that's what that was. That was a great marketing job. And so... As a as a quality integrator, I think some point you need to draw the line and say to your customer, look, if this is absolutely what you want, I'm going to write this on my bid that this is not what I recommended. And if you're unhappy, I'm sorry, and I will install it for you. But I, I think we need to be honest with our customers. And I think there are some integrators out there who aren't. They're looking for business. And I get that. But the fact is, there comes a point where as a good integrator, you just need to say no. I'm not doing it because I don't want you to be disappointed. I love it. I love it. Uh, and Frank, we love your product. It's great. Yeah. We're not, we're not trashing it. I promise. I promise. He's never going to call me again. All right, gentlemen, let's <laughs> let's wrap it there. Thank you all. Don't laugh. He's never going to call me. He's never coming back. Jimmy, if people want to connect with you, learn more about everything that Surgex has to offer, where can they do that? Just join us at ESPSurgex.com. Excellent. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Dennis, thank you for joining us. If people want to connect with you, learn more about Powerhouse Alliance, where can they do that? One of two places, www.powerhousealliance.com. If they want to talk to me personally, D. Holzer at powerhousealliance.com. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Uh, Michael, thank you, sir, for joining us. If people want to connect with you, learn more about Screen Innovations, where can they do that? They can go to www.screeninnovations.com. We wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving, and come over to our site and take a look. 
Uh, I love it. All right. Thank you all uh, again for for joining us and and hanging out with us uh, the day before Thanksgiving. It's very kind of you. Uh, If you'd like to connect with me or send me hate mail for that Sound United story, you can do that at Matt D. Scott on Twitter. I will probably respond with a couple of memes uh, and pretty much every other social platform. But more importantly, please visit avnation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our supporters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you check them out as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Resi Week.